the Didn't Ask for Agony podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! Do you know any of the words to that song? No. Why are you starting off the podcast on a song you don't know, Ruby? <laughs> it's a song about... All alone in the moonlight. Also, no, I don't want to sing, because the last time I sang on this podcast, I got told I sounded like a, a, a death rattle of a granny. What? Yeah, Dan White. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I saw him at the weekend and he brought it up. I was He's like, like, we don't need you singing. Which one of our listeners has that kind of quick retort just ready? <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's Dan. It was a guest. It was on the podcast. It wasn't in the comment section. Very much on the pod. <laughs> but yeah. How you been, Ruby? Come here. You were in Brighton. I was in Brighton. How was Brighton? Tell me all about oh, it. Brighton was so great. I found a nipple on the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Do you want to tell people about it? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I was just, because, you know, you're down at Brighton. You go to the beach. By the way, side note, very disappointed that Brighton was not a sandy beach and was a stone beach. I really felt like... Have you only just found that out? Yeah, I really... Ruby, how many times have you been to Brighton? Look, (laughs) often you just get... No, 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 how many times have you been to Brighton? (laughs) Alice used to live there, your best friend. Yeah, but I didn't... But that was... I didn't go... I didn't see Alice when she was in Brighton. Oh, yeah, because it was lockdown, but still... Three this weekend, three times. Before this weekend, three times, and you never, you never realised that it was a stony beach. No, because when I get there, it's for it's for gigs, so it's dark. Yeah, and I'm not to be fair, the... it's the it's you know it's the struggle of being a travelling comedian, <laughs> a travel a clown in the circus, is what we are. Um, yeah. Oh, I remember being bitterly disappointed when I first moved to London. I did like a workshop, mm. and in it there was a, a kiwi, and then one of the girls was English, and she had a car, and he had never had fish and chips. And he was like, yeah, I really want to go like one day for lunch or something during our workshop. She was like, no, we need to go to the seaside and we'll get fish and chips. So on one of the weekends of the course, or maybe when the course was over, she was like, I'll drive us. I'll drive us down to Brighton and we'll all go get fish and chips. I was like, amazing, great, let's do it. Drove down to the beach to get fish and chips and I was bitterly disappointed. I was like, this is not a beach. But this, this like, is a shore. Like it's a, it's one of England's most famous beaches. It's like you go down to Brighton Beach. It's like famous, and then it doesn't have sand. No <laughs> beaches. I think beaches have to have sand. Yeah. To be a beach means you're allowed to beach yourself out on it. You can't <laughs> beach yourself out on it. I think it's a shoreline. Yeah. That's would, my opinion. Do we agree. agree? I would agree Great. with that. Me and Ruby have decided... Um, hello, Brighton. Brighton, you've been demoted. Brighton Council, hi. <laughs> Lovely to get a hold of you. Just want to run through some uh, updates we've made. You are no longer Brighton Beach. Yeah, I think there is a train stop called that exact thing. <laughs> Rename it, baby. Calling it Brighton Shore. You are not a beach. Anyway, it's not a beach. But I, I was there and um, I had like two hours before my show so I went to go sit on the shoreline shore, uh, yes the shoreline <laughs> not the beach because you can't sit because it's fucking stones it's horrible yeah but uh, and so I, I went and look ooh I love finding stones usually when I'm on a beach I'm looking straight down I'm not looking where I'm going because I'm looking at all the lovely little stones and which one do I want you love getting stones <laughs> then surely you fucking love Brighton Beach <laughs> no but it's not you want you want to be able to walk without your shoes on on a beach right? yeah no I agree and so I'm not. So you 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 like uh, discovery, like um, what do you call it? To, uh, oh, scavenging. scavenging. Thank you. We are good at getting. Well, you at the and same I. Time. I swear to God. 
Scavenging for stones. Thank you. Continue, Ruby. Okay. So so I chose my spot. Also, weirdly, I like chose my spot. Like, and I was stood there and I was swimming my back. I was going, is this where I'm going to go? And then nearly immediately, there's like two girls like sat. You know, like when you choose equid- equidistant from other people. I, I know exactly what you yeah, mean. Yeah. And then they just came. They were, didn't do appropriate spacing. I'm like, no, 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 no. But I committed <gasps> to my spot because it was a good spot. I yeah. So I was like, back the fuck off. Anyway, so I sat down. <laughs> what age are these girls? Probably still teenagers. Okay, great. <laughs> Ruby's there with the stuff with a rock in her hand, ready to defend. But I sat down, and then you start looking at all the stones around you. And I did bring home fifteen stones. Um, <laughs> filled up my. Pocket. I saw you at the end of the day, and you just had your pockets filled with stones. Yeah. I was like, well, we need to make sure Ruby doesn't fall in a fucking river. Like, <laughs> What? You were just bulging pockets full of stones. Yeah, I'm, wor- I'm constantly worried people are going to declare me a witch. <laughs> you were like, well, yeah. Uh, you, you were like, oh, my bag's really heavy. I was like, is your jacket full of stones also part of this problem? Yeah. Um, but I was sat there and then I picked up this one stone and I'm not lying. It looks exactly like a nipple. It d- to be fair. I have seen Sid Stone. <laughs> I would say a breastfeeding nipple. It's slightly, inf- slightly. Yeah. But I don't know what caused this because stones, you know, they're yeah. smooth. And then this one just has this like little lump on it. It really does. I'll be like, it really does look like a nipple. <laughs> um, I, I yeah, it is a weird stone. It, and it's now one of my favorite stones. Of course, I have it in my room. But my my absolute favorite thing from that day then was then I I um I got back to London uh, and there was a street party going on yeah you guys were at and I was all I had FOMO and I was like I'm coming even though it was like nearing the end (laughs) and everyone else had been drinking all day I was like and it's eight o'clock and I'm like no I'm still coming I'm coming I'm coming (laughs) (laughs) with her stones just swishing either side (laughs) dragging her down and I got that and then everyone who went oh hey Ruby I was like hey do you want to see my nipple (laughs) I can um confirm I can confirm that that was what Ruby was doing in the and middle of the street. And I did look quite concerned when I put my hand into my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what's going Ooh, on? Oh, this is concerning. Everyone, but it was a thing if I saw multiple people be like, oh my God, has Ruby had some like medical procedure? <laughs> I don't know. And then I was also like, has anyone asked you, is this a third nipple? <laughs> no, no, no. But no one did. But that would be my first thought. Anyways, go on. I think people just aren't surprised anymore by what I say. <laughs> I mean, also you are classic classic walk up to someone especially like people you know and go hey um, this thing and they're like grand yeah no hi how are you how you doing where you been no no Ruby doesn't do that she's straight in with the thing that she's interested and wants to talk about yeah and do you know what everyone did find it very interesting everyone loved it I feel like I saw some people licking it or kissing it yeah 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 I mean, like I said, we were at a street party. Everyone was drunk. <laughs> We've been drinking all day. I did have other stones in my pocket that are also showing, but they were like second tier compared to the top tier. Well, if they didn't look like any genitalia then. <laughs> are, are nipples genitalia? No. Well, one had a hole in it. What? One was a, it was a stone of a hole. It had a hole in the middle. Sorry, so you're saying you do have stones that look like genitalia? <laughs> Ruby! <laughs> this is what I mean. Everyone fucking... Th- I was talking about this on that fucking street party. Everyone thinks that I, that Ruby's all clean cut, real nice, real PG, and that I'm the dirty-mouthed pirate of the whole scenario. <laughs> the filthiest jokes I have ever heard. 
I've come out of Ruby fucking cars now. I'm sorry, but I can't they say... They have. So actually, I was like, ah, yeah, nip, ah, genitalia. You're like, well, there's one with a hole in it. <laughs> if you were a man, that'd be so worrying. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I just need to call the police. <laughs> I didn't mean... You're like, who needs flesh toys when you got stones? It's a very small hole. So <laughs> it's not gonna... Yeah, so the exact type of man that would use on that. <laughs> uh, who are you telling that I tell dirty jokes to? Uh, I don't know, someone? Shit. <laughs> no, I, I am... Oh, I think it might have been Dan White. I, I'm sweet baby angel. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm sweet baby angel. No, you're not. And I just pass them on to other people. <laughs> the thing is that Ruby, yeah, Ruby actually never says them, but she'll like come up and be like, or, and then like whisper something. And I'll be like, that is filthy, <laughs> but it's funny. But if you're not going to say it... I fucking will. Also, you you see me when I we like stood in a group conversation, yeah. and then my eyes just like widen, and I'm like, can't say that out loud. But also, what's mad is that you that is the one and only time I've seen the only times I'm I've seen you ever been able to control what you say in any way, filter yourself is like you've got a sensor filter on you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mad. there's actually many other filters at work. Um, (laughs) trust and believe I worry about that I know the only time when all of my filters are removed is when I'm like genuine peak angry when I'm very angry that's when all my filters are removed and that's when I have to be very careful (laughs) because anything can fall out that's when I sometimes get text messages being like is this an okay thing to say (laughs) (laughs) I'm like yeah go for it but I was in Brighton for the weekend for the Brighton Fringe I did did two of my shows and they were very lovely like two, 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 two shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of your shows makes it sound like you've got like a collection of. I mean, you do. You've done quite a few shows in the past, but it was the same show twice. Yeah. Um. uh, I camped. (laughs) I stayed on the campsite that had sheep, uh, which was great. (laughs) Who were you camping with? With my parents. They were they were camping on the because they were up for, in Brighton for the weekend as well to see my show and so, and not uh, uh, someone else's show and um, I yeah so I was like they were like we're camping and I was like can you bring an extra tent <laughs> what's the policy on the tents <laughs> so so then uh, so yeah it was quite tiring but it's fine and then the show was yeah the, the audiences were lovely uh, and. Look, I've got a great show at hand. She really does. <laughs> People, need to, uh, come People need to go fucking see it. It's a great show. Although apparently eBay isn't as universal as I think it is. Because there was a girl... Fuck who, off. There was a girl in one of my audiences who truly did not understand how to do an auction. Like, multiple times I had to explain to her. Like, had no, she, no, wait, you had she bid, heard of eBay? Higher. She had heard of it, but she'd never used it. Okay, but who is she, where is she from? No, she was just... She was... Uh, I'm... I'm Ge- what are we talking? Ge- what generation? Uh, what I would, we, like what background? I would say our generation, our background. Fuck up. Well, then she's an anomaly. Crack on with your show. But yeah, anyway. Also, the concept of auctions is not unique. The concept <laughs> of having to bid higher in an auction <laughs> is like, I mean, that's been going on for centuries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if she, I get them. I thought you meant maybe she didn't know the platform of eBay, which I was like, oh, maybe they don't have it in, China, I don't know. But I'm like, the concept of auctioning is 
pretty fucking universal. I know. So, so like, that girl needs to get out more. No, it was very funny. I did very much enjoy it. And so did everyone else in the room. They enjoyed the moment where I, I mean, was it's like, good if someone comes into a show and they don't work. understand the literal premise of the show. But then that did make me think like, oh, I just need to double check if there's more people out there. But that's why you do a work in progress. Well, I've, I've run a that's survey of one and I think <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Listeners, let us know. Do you know what an auction is? <laughs> Have you heard of an auction. Anyone? They can't answer us. <laughs> Mother of God. We need to learn that. Um, um, but yeah, that was my weekend. Also, nice. can you please just run me through, did your mum and dad both come to the same show? No. I love this. My my mum came to the first show with my brother, actually, and my dad came to the second show. And So they split up. Is that because there's a family feud going on? Or? <laughs> No, they just wanted to help 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 diversify the audience. <laughs> they wanted to spread out their support, which I just think is so precious. They came together too bright to go see your show and then they were like, but we obviously can't do it together. <laughs> You've got a Saturday support, I've got a Sunday support. Yeah. I love it. But no, um, yeah, and my brother came to one of them as well, which is so far out of my siblings. I can remember all the shows that my siblings have come to see. And at the moment, I'm like, oh, I just want them to see me like smash, like proper smash. Kicking in the dick, as like, we call it. Like, not just like where they're like, oh, yeah, Ruby's done well. Oh, yeah, this crowd likes Ruby. I want them to be like, like, barely laughing. Like, be like, whoa, this is exactly what Ruby's supposed to be doing. Kind of vibe. Yeah. Which is like, like, they have seen good shows, but I want them to see like the best um, and uh, I think Sam really enjoyed it so I was really pleased because nice. I got some big proper belly laughs out of him so yay yay <laughs> which made me feel really happy also it's so funny to me when you're like my siblings come to shows because you like I say you're talking about eBay and auctions whereas I've only had one sibling so far come to a show fair enough John gets a pass he lives in Ireland uh, well he lived in Canada and then he yeah. lived in Ireland so fair enough but Tom's come like, my family is explicitly talked about in my show. And the really fun thing was that Tom, bless him, he's coming to the next one as well. Yeah, He's bringing other friends. <laughs> and uh, this friend is someone that I knew sort of is, was a friend of his growing up. So we'll maybe know some more of the references. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, I really enjoyed the the points. And I've, I I was like recently watching the, I recorded the show because I'm doing another whip uh, the 23rd of May. Please come to North Town. And I was like re-watching it to like go over the material and whatever else. And there's points where my brother is laughing loads where it's like I'm talking about how I'm embarrassing or I fucked up. And then there's points where I'm slagging off my brothers and I can see in it my brother's <laughs> friends turning to him and like laughing and my brother just being like oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> But hey, it's got to be good if he keeps coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I do do, I do do well, a couple of my naughty jokes, but I perform them in a way that's like very like, oh my God, I can't believe I've just said that. Yeah, that's the thing. You say something like, you're like, oh my God, it's so risky. And I'm like, you're filthy. <laughs> I know you. So anyone out there, just so you know, it's all a facade. Yeah. Ruby, Ruby's actually not polite. or t- she's, she's just like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an angry woman now. <laughs> she's like um, Arlene Foster the minute she gets out of it that's an Irish reference you know okay. the DUP the people who hate gay marriage uh, and oh, abortions no, no, no yeah that's Ruby all no, over that's not me <laughs> the first thing I thought of was Roy Kent in uh, oh, if yeah. anyone watches Ted Lasso um, who doesn't he just like uh, rails 
Yeah, that's what <sighs> Ruby's like all the time. <laughs> all the time. No. Um, how are you, how was, how was, uh, I mean, I saw you on the weekend. You did. You came back to my gaff. Yeah. We went to this street party, which was so much fun. It was Angel Comedy Club, a great place. Mm. Um, uh, had like street party outside. It was fucking rammed. Mm. You you only came at the end of it, like because I it, they done one last year as well, and it's great. It was like not a coronation street party, which got mixed up in my family WhatsApp group. I was like, oh yeah, street party. My brother was like, Jesus, didn't think you'd be into that type of thing. I was like, it's obviously no one celebrating the fucking crown. Are you joking <laughs> me? But uh, it's it was one where they held. It was like. A big gig, it's free. Comedians are stood up on the roof or hanging out of windows, uh, performing sets to people like sat on hay bales and just stood in the street. But also they use it as a massive donation drive for um, food banks yeah. and uh, refugee charity, I think, as well. Um, the And so like you turn up with a bag of stuff. Like I brought tin stuff and loads of tampons and toiletries and all that sort of baby wipes and all those sorts of things. You donate and then you just get to sit out and drink and have fun with friends. And it was rammed this year. There was like, I'm really bad at guesstimating numbers. I'm terrible at this. But it was it was a good, like a really solid amount of people. Mm. I want to say, oh, I feel like people that are going to be there are going to be like, you're 300 off. Um <laughs> But I want to say it was about 300 people, maybe 250, 300 people, maybe yeah. a bit more coming and going, like loads. And it was guys at one point, I was stood there and it's like, we were there, I was there with like all comedy pals, like loads of comedians are there, comedy people, you know yourself. Like I didn't necessarily go with anyone, just rocked up and knew we'd know no loads of people. And then all of a sudden I was like stood there and I heard to be like, Catherine, Catherine Higgins. And I turned around and... Aoife Ryan, a girl I went to school with, was stood there. I was like, Aoife, I didn't even know she lived in London. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was so, so mad, so great. Like, such a small, she doesn't even live in Angel, she does live in London now. Shout out Aoife, great gal. And uh, we played hockey together, we were on a championship winning team. Oh my God, I love your championship winning team story. It's so good. It's a great story. Honestly, one it's day. It's a very, very, very good story. It's, it's so a story good. of triumph. It's a story that I'm trying to convince sexism. Catherine to write into a sitcom. I don't think it's sitcom. I oh think yeah, it's it more like a comedy a drama. It's more like a, but it's so good. I don't think you're right. It's not a sitcom, but it's, oh, oh, the it's twists, the turns. The, the problem is that it's almost like too Disney-like because it's like, yep. there was like literally like, it's just, I mean, we're picking this up. It's basically just a massive underdog story of no one had ever won a championship before. The year before we like lost every game, drew two. And then I went to the principal and I was like, we need better equipment. And he was like, well, I can't get funding for a team that doesn't win. So then I turned around, I was like, we're going to fucking win. And then we fucking did every single game that season <laughs> up until the championship, which we won on a penalty shootout. I was the goalkeeper. I stick save a goal. We won the whole fucking thing. Brought the glory home. They brought in, they bought a new AstroTurf. Okay. Catherine told that story just then in under a minute, but I have heard like the, the hour long hour version. version. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. There's a lot more to it than that. Honestly, there is. And even that then is like, that's a good story. Yeah, Mate. it's a great story. Anyways, we'll write it one day. Um, when I just get the time. And, <laughs> lol, I have time. There was a lot time. I don't have the focus. Let's be really fucking real about this. I don't know how people just sit and write. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> You're a writer. I've seen you do it. 
It just is the tippy tappy. Oh, anyways, maybe I could dictate a script. Oh, do you reckon I could do that? Yeah. Dictate a script. You can. Just act. Just one, one woman film. Just me playing all the parts. Just like shots of me on a hockey pitch, passing the ball and then running and then catching the ball. <laughs> oh, gas. Um, but yeah, so it was really, it was really nice. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other news or any other advice that I need. Well, the, do you know what I do need advice with? Or not advice, but maybe I just want to complain about. It's already getting hot. Oh, and yeah. I don't mean, right, for anybody who is in London, I don't mean, oh, it's getting sunny and warm and I'm being ungrateful. It is that mugging. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we've, we've barely had any sunny days. And I think it's because this week is supposed to be very stormy. Yeah. I think there's supposed to be rainstorms and stuff. But it's so, Irish people understand this, it is so close. It's so close. It's so humid. And I just, I feel like I'm already like, oh, no, I can't do this summer. Like I got on the tube today and was like, oh, God, no, not already. Like it's just, I hate the sweaty, sweaty, sweatiness of mm. being a sweaty girl. I'm a sweaty girl. I'm a sweaty, clammy girl. And like my bedroom gets sun first thing in the morning, like all morning. And like last year, I je- this is no word of a lie, people. This is what it gets like when there's heat wave in London. We had to put tin foil on our windows oh, yeah, facing out to reflect it. So I lived in what looked like a crack den. For I made hundreds of pounds to live in London, to live in a crack den so I can live in dark rooms under the breeze of a, a fan so that I can try not die of heat stroke. We really need to do something about this climate change, guys. Yeah, we <laughs> fucking do. I understand the second that. No, I did. I had, I had a tinfoil on my windows. I remember just waiting for like the the temperature to go down enough that I could open my window again, so that then the outside was cold. Well, the problem I had is that my my room's like a, a sort of it's not a box room; it's a fine size room, but it's at the back of the house. It's that mm. like little box room, so it only has this one window, and it's which faces out into the back of our garden, and because our Houses back into another back house. Anyway, there just never seems to be a breeze that size. All the breeze comes at the front of the house. So my other housemate gets a lot of sun in the evening, afternoon, the opposite of me, but has two windows that like usually always get a bit of breeze. And then my other housemate's up the top. She's in the attic. She's got windows on both sides. So she gets a through fair or through fair, like a breeze through. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? People, you get it. But my room is so stale. Oh God, I swear to God, the minute it goes north of... 30, I'm on a plane to Ireland. Fuck this. <laughs> Everything else can go to hell. I'm not doing it. Not doing it this year. Yeah. Not with my boobs. No, never again. <laughs> not doing it. Uh, can I just mention one more thing about the Angel Street Party or at least about the after thing? Oh after yeah, this. go for it. Is that because... The I, afters. Well, Is that, do you know what? Do you know how you know you're in your fucking 30s? So we were at this street... Do you want to... We are at this street party and a uh, friend of the podcast, Rosie Jones, was there and Rosie was like, oh, I want to go and me and Rosie live near each other and she was like, I'm going to go. I was like, yeah, I'm going to... I want to go as well and then she was like, but I don't really want to end but I just want to leave here because like yeah. it was it felt because there was like three four hundred people stood on the street it was like the toilets was like a massive queue it felt like a festival great during the daytime but then the minute it got to like eight nine o'clock I was like I'm over this like being in the middle of the street um, yeah. and so she was like I don't want to go home and I was like we could just go back to mine and she was like yeah let's do that and then I was like okay Ruby come on we're going to go back but and then- I had like Ten minutes beforehand, said to Catherine, oh, yeah. "When are you leaving?" Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I feel like I'm leaving." When are you leaving? And I said, "Like, yeah, I'm probably gonna leave yeah. soon." Then I went into Rosie. She was like, "Do you want to go?" Leaving? And then I was like, we "Great." Were, we were all on the same vibe. Same vibe. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, Ruby had disappeared. <laughs> 
could not find her for love nor fucking money and she's a tall girl. Yeah. So it's hard to lose her but somehow I, when I found you you were bent down and I was like this is why I couldn't find you. No, I was picking up a man. <laughs> like phys- physically who were you picking up? Um, uh, it was a new person who I met. Great. Oh, wonderful. Great. We don't even know his name. Lovely. No, he's called Lucas. That is not what you're... When people say pick up men at a party. <laughs> yeah, that is not what they mean. Physically lifting. People do not mean it's, physically it's, it's lifting up a man. because they questioned me. They, they were implying that I wasn't strong because I was saying, sorry, my back... Like, like sorry, my bag's really heavy. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a weird hug. Oh, sorry. My back's really heavy because I'm holding a, a bag full of stuff. Also, my pockets are filled with stones. <laughs> Just waited down. I love it. Anyway, but we went back. Ruby's just like a small, like slowly, slowly, slowly trying to make Brighton Beach an actual beach by just nicking all the stones. <laughs> yeah. Just slowly trying to excavate them. Also, you're being like, oh, Ruby got distracted. You got distracted too. I did get distracted. Yeah, because I'm me. And I was trying to find you. Why can't I be me then? Because why, why can you be you, but I can't be me? You can be you. I just mean <laughs> you, you were missing for a while. I got distracted a little bit. And then kept having to run around. I like kept being like, "Hey, no, gotta find Ruby." And stayed on mission. I stayed on point. You were entirely deviated from, from, from us. And Jones was just stood there by an Uber, fucking waiting for us. But found you. And then I said it to some, some other mates, and then it just didn't happen. So the three of us went back, and then we were like, "I was like, yeah." I was like, "Yeah, we'll get some beers, play some tunes, like da da." And then we're like, "Yeah, yeah." And then, wouldn't mind some food. Yeah, I probably wouldn't mind some food. Should we go to Tesco? And we basically just went to Tesco. I mean, I love. Loved it, but we went to Tesco and just bought a load of pizzas and garlic bread, yeah. just put them all in the oven, then just sat around eating pizzas, having a few drinks, and then just bitching about everyone in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, having a lovely having chat. Having a, lo- a lovely chat, bitching. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We were talking about you. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, oh, yeah. Oh, you. you. Listen. Well, no, you. We don't even care about you. We no. don't even know your name. Sorry, you think that we're sitting around in our spare time talking about you, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah. Oh, I know about you. Yeah, yeah, we talked all about you. If you're listening to this in the podcast, we weren't chatting about you, we love you. If you're watching this... On a reel. If I've turned this into a reel and you're watching this on a reel, yeah, we were chatting shit about you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, actually support us. Heard all about that. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, You think you're special? You think... Actually, you were because we were talking about you. Yeah. Oh, but you, oh my God, we love you. <laughs> oh my God. No, actually, all of us, big fans, huge fans. Oh, but that cunt, no, never. What a prick. Anyways. <laughs> the point I was getting at about this, the reason why I want to bring it up, is that about half one, it was like, okay, I think this is over. We should go. I didn't leave yours until three. <gasps> yeah, let's not. Well, oh God, okay. Firstly, that was Uber's fault. <laughs> yeah, that's it was. In the end, I had to get you an Uber because your Uber app just would not work. But then the problem was we'd be like, right, yeah, order an Uber, wait for it to come. And then like, I think one or two cancelled on you. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, he's coming in nine minutes. Cool, let's sit and chat. And then we'd be like, wait, he fucking cancelled. Well, let's do it again. But then in the meantime, we'd be chatting and getting distracted and then have to keep reordering Ubers. And then, long story short, it was... Two hours later. <laughs> yeah, let's just say this is a big feat that none of these podcasts have ever gone above an hour. <laughs> no, if they have, it's always been with a guest and that means it's not our fault. <laughs> anyway, speaking of which, will we get to our problems? Yeah, let's get to that problems. problems. Okay. Let me see. I selected certain ones. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Chosen specifically for me? Chosen specifically for you or just for what I found interesting? <laughs> 
Okay, so this is from a classic. We hear from them all the time. Girls on paper. Girls on girls paper. paper. Those girls got their paper. They got their paper. They Written got by their men, paper. but they've Written got by them. men. And also shaming them constantly. <laughs> but they have a paper. So girls on paper. 7th of October, 1893. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 18. 1893. Oh, wow. And the 7th of October. 7th of October. I wonder have... if it was a full moon. We can look that up. Why is that? Don't become one of those people. For the love of God, if I see you with a crystal. I've already got stones in my pocket. Yeah, but they're fine. Do you know what? That's, uh, yeah. You're, this is what I mean. You're weird enough. Like, you're quirky enough. Just to, just don't get into the moons, for God's sakes. Okay, Can't find you out there charging up your crystals at a full moon with your nipple also, rocks. You bought me tarot cards for my birthday. Because you asked for them. <laughs> You asked for them. And I didn't buy you the book that showed you how to use them. So make of that what you will. Okay. Uh, Girls on Paper, 7th of October, 1893. Mm -hmm. Dolly and Nettie, Mm -hmm. Australia, inquire whether it be the correct thing uh, for a gentleman to embrace a lady when he is first introduced to her. Oh, so like a hug? I'm assuming, yeah. I like a hug. You like a, a gentleman? Well, from a gentleman. A gentleman. Is he wearing a top hat? Well, Ruby would like to embrace him so that she can pick him up. <laughs> yeah. So I that s- he goes in for a nice hug and then Ruby just like I m- I scoop underarm, yeah. <laughs> squeeze, lift. Classic Ruby. <laughs> and then swing their little legs a little bit. <laughs> so <Swear>. <laughs> Who's a little precious gentleman? I love doing that. That's my favourite moment. I lift them and they go, whoa. And then I swing their little legs and there's nothing they can do oh about it. Oh, God like, almighty Christ. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I get told that I emasculate men a lot, but there's n- that's that's d- next fucking level. She does this to men who are 6'4". <laughs> Yesterday when I was walking into Tesco's, uh, my Tesco's near to me, <laughs> there was a, a black van, like a classic Hollywood movie, black van, scary kind of looking thing from a spy movie, like pulled up into the Tesco's and then a guy got out of it he was wearing all black and like straps and things attached to him and, and cameras and like I thought you were going to say strap on so I was like, <laughs> okay I mean who knows there were many <laughs> there was many things going across the top so, so like combat yeah. fitted out combat he had big shoes and he like got down and was like poof and then he walked into Tesco's at the same rate as me and I was a good head taller than him I was like <laughs> hello puppets hello sunshine no. oh you look adorable <laughs> <laughs> little short game I'm just never afraid. Oh. Anyway, so a man hugging, yeah. What do you think? You think yes? Yeah. Yeah, fine. Okay, so. Wait, is there more to the element? Is that the only thing? So this is one of these where it's an answer and a question all in the one, but I've slightly split it up because she put in the thing. Yeah. So this is the response. Or he, I should say he. I believe this is a man that's writing. Certainly not. Possibly after 50 years acquaintance. (laughs) And on some special occasion, such as a Christmas festival or a wedding, the rule might be relaxed. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. 50 years. After 50, 50 years. years. Got to know each other 50 years. What's the life expectancy in 18... I don't know. I do not know. Maybe that's the thing. It's like, just before you die, you get to get affection. <laughs> that's... that's a, why? I almost think it's so much weirder to be going around hugging. So, you know, therefore... You gotta be a sixty-year-old old, but you know, assuming you've known the guy since you were ten, you gotta be sixty-something years old. I think it's quite strange 
to be to start hugging. to have known each other fifty years. That's quite it. If you haven't ever hugged and then fifty years in, you're like, shall we? That's quite <laughs> a shift. That's quite a change to make. Do you know? That's... You know the way there's those people who you're just like, yeah, I don't really have that. Like good old pals here, yeah. who you're like. No, we're not like that. That's not, we're not that affectionate or physical or blah, 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 whatever else. Like my housemate, Emma, we've known each other decades. And I don't know, obviously we hug if she was like sad or something like this. But also it's like, we're quite like sisterly or siblingly where I'd be like, shut the fuck up. And like, <laughs> we, we just don't hug. Do you know what I mean? Not really. Also, I suppose we don't really greet each other because we live in the same house. Yeah. But still, don't really hug. I feel like if I turn around and when we're like six-year-old spinsters together, which is inevitably going to happen, <laughs> no offence, Emma, and, <laughs> and uh, started hugging her, she would be like, oh, Catherine's getting dementia. <laughs> Catherine is losing her mind. Catherine is... Because that's insane to just start it at that age. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I do. If you've known each other, if you've known someone for 50 years... And then suddenly be like, wait, now's the time for hugging. <laughs> so, do you know what I think you should do as well? Just start slapping them on the back. Not in a hug, but just like at 50 years of age, be like, oh, sorry, that was quite hard. I feel like the listeners might have been able to hear. That was, I have massive hands. I have huge hands. I get it from my granddad, sorry. Um, I've got big hands. You do, but you, but appropriately, Tom, my like, palm is disproportionately massive. Yeah. You've got quite long fingers. Yeah. I bet our hands are in that dissimilar size. Are we going to do this? Are we going to stop flirting? Oh, this is terrible for an audio. Are we flirting? Are no. we doing that thing on a date where you Again, go, my no, hands no, are so Ruby. little. No, so Ruby, that, that hasn't been flirting since we were 16. Also, <laughs> like, the fact you're like, oh my God, is this flirting? No. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I never did that. Like, all my friends were like, my flirting hands nowadays. Are so my, hands are like, my hands are so big. Yeah, no. Let me swamp you. <laughs> I've seen you picking up men. I'm... I'm well aware. Can we I'm well aware of the energy that you have? Can we play evens? What the fuck is evens? There we go. Now we're evens. <laughs> he were child. So just to go for the list, Ruby's just now slapped me on the back because she's the youngest child and cannot have something be over. I didn't do anyways. Never fucking Do you know what? I'm gonna start fucking boxing you. That's gonna be our new thing. I'm not gonna hug you. Just start slapping you on the back. I love that. No, actually, no. Why should I give her anything physical? No, 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 no. You're not allowed to be aggressive or fight. It's like a puppy. Do you know when you're like, oh, I'll play fight with a puppy, and then you're like, actually, that teaches them bad so, habits. Why are you now siding with Girls' Own Newspaper? I'm not siding, but I, I'm you saying... You are. You're saying I'm not going to touch my friend because she's annoying. This is nothing about you being a gentleman. <laughs> I am a gentleman. Evidently not. You want to start hitting me. Okay, not a gentleman or woman. No, but I think at 50, 50 years into a friendship, if you're, if you're both old, which you've got to be, right? Hmm. I'm not saying 50 years old, but I do think in 1893 it was elderly. And uh, you're about 60 odd or something like this. If you just start going like and patting them on the back, like, oh, then they're like, do I look like I'm dying? Like, I <laughs> yeah. feel like it's just then it's like almost like a power move. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To be like, oh, bless. To make them feel like old and elderly. Do you know what I mean? It is strange. Strange. I think start hugging at the jump or don't bring it in. You can't. 50 years in, wait, yeah. that's not too... Also, Christmas, at a wedding, like a wedding in my mind be seen as... I feel like those are times as well when it's like, Christmas and weddings is when everyone gets all, you know, mm. Mm. vibes change, shall mm. we say. 
You know, they say the going to the wedding is the making of another. Also, I just feel like... So if you start hugging at weddings, everyone's going to be like, oh, hello, sleazy, floozy, <laughs> floozy, sleazy, I don't know, sleazy, Louise. If, you, if you're not hugging on the regs, then you're going to have poor hugging technique. <laughs> yeah, props. I know, like bad huggers. Well, maybe Dolly and Nessie can practice hugging each other. <laughs> I've reintroduced to, to, to the 1893 have you considered being lesbian yeah honestly genuinely just, just in 1893 and 2023 try it you know d- don't knock better. it till you try it is there what is, I say there is, there is squeezing involved with women there's like a squeeze it's a hug yeah. whereas guys often <laughs> I think women are nicer to hug my friend this is a man but still it stands um, he in school used to love giving me a hug because he said I had boo pillows <laughs> he was like boo pillows just boo pillows he was like and then he wrote it on my pencil case and it was annoying um, but yeah boo pillows because yeah. I think we're we're just a little softer we're nicer to hug yeah um, but yeah good good hugging technique I always I my, whenever I because I generally go in for a hug any time I meet someone most of the time unless I'm feeling like a bit anxious that day but most of the time I'm like hello but it's also hard because yeah, sometimes people don't. I'm a I'm a hugger. I'm a oh god, I'll never forget. <laughs> one time, oh fuck's sake, one time in the Gaeltacht, which is this Irish summer camp. Uh, the Gaeltacht is like an Irish summer camp in Ireland, where basically you go and you live in the countryside of Ireland for like two three weeks, like residential, and you live in someone's house, um, and they're called a van auntie, which is the woman of the house, and there's like you get. You get put in groups, like chocks, like houses of like eight of you. And there's like genuinely like four bunk beds in a room. And you're just sharing that with like maybe one or two. If you went with a friend, you could Mm. stay with one or two friends and then just strangers. And the thing is that you attend college uh, during the day, like there's classes during the day, activities in the afternoon. And then there's always a Kaylee or a disco or something in the evening. But there's one evening they had a talent show. And I... (laughs) I was a canner at this point, which is like a, a like a leader of a mm-hmm. like a chalk. Each chalk had like a leader, and so like a camp counselor, shall we say? And there was we live. We were in Tig Breed, which is Breed's house, and then Chalk Maraid was down the way, and that was a boys' house. But we used to walk like this is the countryside of Ireland, so they'd be like, "Oh, you yeah yeah, you come into the college every day." It'd be like a thirty-five minute walk one way. So you'd walk in, honestly, it was great. You'd walk in, 35 minutes, do some activities, walk home for lunch, walk back in. You were walking like three hours a day. And we were paying for this. Oh my God. (laughs) But the thing was, the half hour there and the half hour back, whoever's houses lived out your way meant that you spent like three hours a day just walking with each other. So Chuck Murray always used to wait outside our house, the boys used to wait outside our house till we came out and then we'd all walk to the college together. So we became really good mates with them, right? So there was this house full of boys and there's this talent show came up and they had to do sketches, like a little like dumb talent show. No, no, I understand that. I'm just trying to work out how is a story about a house full of boys and hugging gonna come together. Yeah, 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 wait. So so then anyways, um, I'm aware that I did a ramble, but I don't feel like people know what the Gweltuck is. So anyway, now the scene is set. So I, I, they we did this like talent show sketch er, thing and the boys, Chuck and I decided to do a sketch. And in it, they were like taking off loads of different people, like the principal and like different teachers or whatever else. And then one of the lads, I can see this still to my day, he like stormed into the, onto the, like the stage thing and he was like, oh, dear Gwitch, dear Gwitch, and ran around hugging everyone. He was like, oh, dear 
Christ, dear Christ, dear Christ. Like just saying hello, hello, hello. And then was like, and like just talking really fast. And everyone in the entire fucking colostrum, like 400 people just turned around looking at me like, ha ha ha. I was like, what? They were like, that is clearly you. And I was like, no. And they were like, yeah, just talking loads and hugging everyone. That's you. That is just you. So I'm known for my hugging, apparently. Apparently it's my fucking calling card. That's lovely, though. Oh, yeah. They didn't mean it that way. They did not. I don't think it was cool. We were teenagers. I don't think it was cool to be, like, bubbly and, like, friendly. Like, you know, the hot girls and the standoffish girls. Hey, I still pulled someone from Chalk Marade. It was fine. And (laughs) obvious it was grand. Kevin. If you didn't shag at the, shag, no, shag, no. Uh, but everyone snogged at the Grail Talk to everybody. Uh, Catherine's always got an underdog story. <laughs> always an underdog. I overcame. Every single one. Um, no, what was I going to say? Hugger. Yeah, I think to resolve this. I do always ask people if they want a <clears> hug. <throat> I can see either when people yes. put their arms up, like they want to go for a hug, but they're waiting for me, then I'll go straight in because I'm like, cool, they're, they've put their arms up, yes. they're giving me the signal. Or if they're not, I go, hey, do you want, uh, can, I, can, we have, can I have a hug? <laughs> can I hug you? Can I ha- can I argue? Yeah. Uh, uh, and and then if, whether they say yes or no, they're allowed to say no. Yeah. So this is the thing I've had to learn. I, I so uh, teenage me just used to apparently bound around the place like a fucking golden retriever, hugging everybody. <laughs> but I have learned now that that is not everyone's vibe. And also I've become less like that myself. Mm. Do you know? I think with time I'm like I don't need to touch people. Maybe a pandemic had something to do with that. Who knows? <laughs> we're, we're all changed. <laughs> um, okay. So actually, yeah, this kind of ties in. So we have another problem here. Mm-hmm. This is probably our more recent uh, problem. Ooh, yeah, right. yeah. Because it is from 1939. 39. Now that is the start of World War II. 39, baby. <laughs> not 35, 39. Sorry, 59. Okay, then it's 59. not. <laughs> 59. 59. 59. 59. Oh, that is more recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, okay. hold on. You do the math. 60. Oh, my God. These pop- people are most definitely probably still alive. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, it so, depends what age they were when they wrote in this problem. I th- I'm going to say teenage slash t- t- 20s. Okay, so if they're in their 20s. Hmm. So 59 is 60, so there's 40, 60 is 3 and 20. They're probably maybe in their 80s. Yeah, yeah. Still, I want to know, Ellen from Bristol, because we have a name, Ellen from Bristol. Ellen from Bristol wrote into Petticoat on the 19th of July, 1959. Mm-hmm. Most girls who write to you seem to have trouble preventing themselves from sleeping with their boyfriends. <laughs> I should say, in this bit of the Agony um, column, there have been quite a few about women who'd like accidentally got pregnant. Is it Ellen or Ellen? Ellen. Ellen, you are savage. <laughs> Most? Well, hold on. So she was like, uh, have trouble preventing themselves sleeping with their boyfriends. I have a boyfriend, but find that I am not nearly so anxious to sleep with him as he is with me. <laughs> Does this mean there's something wrong with me? Oh. Ellen from Bristol. No. No, Ellen. I think you'll find. <laughs> Pretty classic standard thing there, to be honest. <laughs> Firstly, I would investigate. It could be the boyfriend or... The boys. Mm. You never know. Could be one, could be one or the other. Could be. What, what do you think, Rubes? I think, don't compare yourself to other people. <laughs> Just because it'll never work out. Everyone else can't stop themselves. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just... No, if you're happy, then it's fine. Just leave it. Like, whatever. What? Yeah. I, well, my thing is, as well, for me personally... 
things can change, Alan. So like, it it might not be you, but it might it might very well be him. Firstly, if he's not if he's not doing the right things to make you feel like you, if basically if he's not turning you on, then yeah. you know it could very much be that he just doesn't know how to operate your machinery. Let's put it that way, okay? <laughs> he might he might know what he's doing, Alan, and that's mm. not on you. Because for men, I feel like it is just very like. I mean, it's just simple. It's just like a. It's just. It's like a switch. I think it's just very simple. But I think being turned on for women is like, especially is can be more like intangible. Slightly, I don't want to. I don't like per- perpetuating the idea that like, oh, it's so hard for women to you know enjoy sex or to have sex or whatever. Women can be very sexual and it can be very easy to access that, but not always and not all the time. And I think especially when you are first discovering your sexuality. Yeah. So if you have never had sex, which I believe is Ellen's uh, situation, when um, the, it, it can take a while to figure out like what you like, what you don't like, whatever else. So it can take exploring, but also it's one of these things that like, I think it can, that might be how you feel in your 20s. And if that's the case, don't do it. You don't, don't do anything you don't want to do. But you could turn around then in your 30s and be like, oh, actually, I really enjoy having sex. <laughs> do it all the time. I think women's sexual peak and men's sexual peak yeah. don't match. I, I mean, this is scientifically proven. Yeah. I, by which I mean, I think I heard it on a podcast once. And <laughs> as we all know, podcasts are incredibly scientific. We are so down with evidence. Do you know what I realised, actually? Sorry, just a side note. Our podcast is stacked, which I get it. It makes sense. Comedy, but then history. Oh. And when you go search others like these, like proper historian oh, no. podcast comes up. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh shit! So if anyone's come to us because they were searching on that tab, yes, my name is Doctor Catherine Higgins. <laughs> we have very few historical references. Ruby I'm... had to. So yeah, Ruby's still not quite sure when the war was. Well, I'm. I feel like if we were to ever make... remember Ruby, more than one. More than yeah, there is more than one. I, actually, there's been more than two as well, just not worldwide ones. Yeah. Well, in, anyway, even so, but uh, I I feel like if we ever made merch one day, I I'm just saying, what I want yours will be get your bit, and then get mine will be like the war, the war, the war. Yeah, you're always going on about <laughs> English people are always fucking going on about the war. Just the one time you guys look vaguely good in history. I. That's the only time. Ruby's always moving it a couple of decades just to try and spread it out. To make it seem like it was a really good thing and hung on for a while. Oh no, that's ten years after the war. The, the war. war. The war. The war. So people, people are still thinking about it. All right, you big Union Jack Shagger, <laughs> you mad joke. I would just remind people that that's it. Irish people fought in that war. Anyways, um, I would say so, Ellen. Classic Catherine, get your bit, but also feel free to get your own bit. Like, do 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 what you you do not feel pressured to to. To do anything with him that I you think- don't want to do. But also, feel free to... Exp- Here's the thing. In the words of RuPaul, right? Mm. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anyone else? Are you telling her to and masturbate? I, yeah, essentially, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yes, yes, I think so. And do you know what the problem is? I think in 59, no one was talking about it. But this might mean if you can't turn your... Like, figure out what turns you on uh, just for yourself and see. and But also... Maybe you're just not a very sexual person at the moment or ever. And that's also fine. That's also entirely allowed. But don't, don't anyway, like, it doesn't have to relate to him because also he could be the problem. Mm. Also, he, you know, he might be gross or men <laughs> could be the problem. 
I would say. You never know. Or just with, you know, now you're like, well, I don't know what age you are, Ellen, as well. So part of me is like, I didn't feel any, any want to sleep with a man until I was like in my 20s. And yeah. so like, and I didn't. And there is this thing of like, people were sleeping with each other like 15, 16. And I was like, oh God, and no, well, gross. And actually, I, anyone I know now was like, oh no, I did it because I wanted, no one was yeah. turned. I, I think it's women like, it's so hard. You're just getting your period and your boobs are coming. Like, it's so tough. Don't. Just wait it and it'll come. Trust like me. in the... I mean, to me, when it, when you read it, it sounds like it's not so much that she's getting pressure from her boyfriend, or maybe there is a bit of that, but it sounds more she's uh, anxious about comparing herself to her peers. Yes. Which, which don't. Just don't. Trust me. Don't. That's just. a slippery slope. So will we read the response? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a response. There is a response. So... Um, not ne- oh, so it says does this mean there's something wrong with me not necessarily but it could be you've got the wrong boyfriend oh, I agree yeah not every girl in the land is fighting do- <laughs> not every girl in the land is fighting down uncontrollable sexual urges though it might seem so sometimes again true mm. this I mean it might seem like oh my god everyone's always try- having sex around me like everyone also people are lying can we just put that out there? People are lying. People are lying. People are lying but also, on it, it gets blown up. It's not It's not everybody. Many girls have slow responses, but lead happy, successful lives for all that. True. Now, I would say slow responses is what I was saying, where it's sometimes it can just take a while. And also, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Do you know, Ellen's probably in, what did we, what did we say she was? Maybe in her 80s now? Yeah. I did. Ellen has found her vibe. I really hope she has. Yeah. And hey, never too late, Ellen. <laughs> never too late. Okay? Look at Grace and Frankie on Netflix. You ever seen that show? No. Yeah, well, they're like, it's it's um, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlinson, and they're, I think, in their 70s, 80s, and they're masturbating and making lube on that show and having sex. So you go to town, Ellen. You so, do what you want. Catherine, what does your T-shirt say now? Get your bitch! Get your bitch! Do you in your 80s, Ellen? No worries about it when you're in your teenage years, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, right, I think that's all we have time for this week. Yes. Lovely uh, stuff. Ruby, anything to shout out about? Uh, no, I need to send some emails and then I will next week. Ruby, I'll have loads of shout now to do in emails. She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out! Do you meet your email address and I'll send you a personal uh, <laughs> newsletter. Do I that. I do won't. that. Send I won't. Ruby. No, I really please. won't. Listeners, I really won't. everybody, <laughs> listeners, please. Don't. DM didn't ask for agony. Please don't add more things address. to my to-do list. I will have a breakdown. <laughs> and I have a work in progress show on the 23rd of June. No, May. Didn't you say May May, earlier? it's May. Why do I keep saying June? I don't know. I don't fucking know. What would you do without me? I've not, no idea. <laughs> and, uh... But 23rd of May, it's a Tuesday. Please come. Please tell people to come. Uh, the last one was really fun. Come again. And then I'm going to have one in Falmouth at some stage. And then possibly some in Camden. Yeah, uh, there'll be more to come. But I'll, the, the Falmouth one isn't on sale yet. But hey, if you're in Falmouth the beginning of July or something, there's a comedy festival on and I'll be part of it. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Lovely. Um, and thank you to 21 Soho and Laughing Ground Studios for the use of the podcast studio. Have a great week. Goodbye. 